turn off the lights and let's get freaky you're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast it's only because a nigga bless welcome back to black o'couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another double episode of the good place a retired show on nbc however i am watching it for the first time enjoying myself we have episodes six and seven of season one. First up what we owe to each other this episode debuted october 13th of 2016 i gave this episode an 8.7 out of 10. it was written by dylan morgan and josh siegel directed by tucker gates who worked on lost weeds and bates motel I remember watching the first season of Bates Motel and then I kind of got out of it. Never went back. I heard Rihanna was in it though. I still didn't want to go back, but <laughs> I had heard that particular that particular tidbit. That's when she did also that horrible movie. Y'all know Battleship? Oh, that was so terrible. That was just garbage whole bunch of garbage and i was excited too when i went to the theater to see it i had for some reason expectations <laughs> i don't know why but they were quickly tossed in the trash let's start with this episode's recap eleanor is nervous about her meeting with michael to suss out the issue in the good place causing the anomalies and Chidi offers up the solution no not in a comic strip in a book on the theory of contractualism it is basically a group of reasonable people coming up with rules to a new society but anyone can veto any rule they think is unfair immediately Eleanor opts for tyranny but Chidi tells her that's generally frowned upon however in my opinion is still very predominantly practiced even if it's under the illusion sometimes of democracy some don't even pretend to have the illusion yes we're looking to both sides of the east and west chidi further explains that keeping one's promises is important as he hasn't dipped on her despite the fact that she constantly mocks him but she tells him he knows that he likes it and decides to help michael without actually helping him he tells her that is not actually possible and she tells him no it really is because i pose as a prom date for my cousin and according to his therapist she did the impossible by not helping or helping but also not helping with his mental psyche she also replaces a clown with a very sexy mailman because she can't take all of the clowns on the wall i would have asked tahini like oh girl come over look at my place like what ideas do you have for an upgrade so then when she changes all of the ugly shit you can be like well she wanted to do it and i took my friend's advice and that's how you play the game eleanor you ain't got your ace card yet michael looks stressed the hell out and he has prepared an assortment of human guests for each or this particular neighborhood on the concept of friendship and he learned that concept from binging 10 seasons of friends i am never going to watch that show i have zero interest michael is happy that he has a friend in eleanor and she looks awfully guilty about it flashback eleanor is asked by her friend paula to house it while she visits her sick mother not take a vacay and eleanor is eager to do that because she has a nice ass crib but she is supposed to be taking care of the dog lester and makes a promise to do so oh dear we are in trouble Tahani wants to go to a couple spa with her boo thing to relax and mostly talk in an elaborate manner and some sentences instead of the eight ball that Jason is using to respond to her questions and then ask Chidi to come with him because 
he thinks it's weird being around her and he also thinks that she is the equivalent of Nala in The Lion King and that she's super smart and he's going to be found out. Chidi says, well, I kind of feel bad for her because she has also been screwed over in the wrong soulmate department. And after realizing very quickly when Zahani shows up that Jason is going to make a train wreck of trying to have an actual conversation with her invites himself along by the dismay of tahini and he's like oh i make him feel comfortable right buddy made in taiwan yes you are (laughs) no 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 Michael reveals to Eleanor that architects are allowed human objects when she spots a few in his office and he is fascinated by human shit like bobbleheads, wax lips, and paper clips. Michael thinks that it is a flaw in the design somewhere, a particular object, and has started with the most suspicious suspicious looking rocks. Eleanor encourages him to take a break and that will help him solve the problem and he warns of nefarious twigs and she's like oh come on crazy person at the spa Janet does not compute why Chidi is the third wheel in this couple's spa as Tahini bites back her annoyance at the intrusion but Jason wonders if he should talk or flush her jewelry down the toilet somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me i ain't the sharpest tool in the shed eleanor wonders why michael loves frozen yogurt and he says it's just like human it's just like a human trait taking something great and ruining it a bit further (laughs) i laugh out loud for multiple reasons And Eleanor wonders why he needs a human assistant anyway. And he says, well, since you're the Phoebe to my Ross, I know nothing about friends. So I did not get any of these references. Architects don't live in the neighborhoods that they built, but he decided he wanted to play a transitional guide for a thousand or so years, which is a risky move. So this project has to work for him or he'll be in big trouble with his bosses. And if your bosses are torturing you, though, I will say, what's the whole, I mean, if you're heavenly, why wouldn't you just forgive them at that point? (laughs) She tells him, let's go have some more fun. And they do karaoke at the spot. Jianyu, what's your favorite artist? Well, Pitbull changed the game. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. I can see why he is a favorite. He's an absolute idiot. Chidi deciding to massage Jason was also great because he did not want to say what he was going to say, but the words were emerging anyway, and he played that really well. And Tahani feels cock-blocked, or talk-blocked in this case. Eleanor takes Michael to play bowling, play the money death trap, the crane, some skee-ball, and Michael points out that What makes humans wonderful is the fact that they are always finding uh, ways to have fun. Flashback once again. A friend shows up to Eleanor house-sitting with floor seats to Riri's concert. And she trying to smoke blunts off of yachts like a boss. So she tells her, let's go. She leaves all the food for the dog and actually says aloud she's ready to be a mom. Okay, Casey Anthony. Apparently, Tahani's pores are so small and delicate, nothing can adhere to her face. So she leaves to go to the sauna, and Jason needs to try to make a connection with her because Chidi's like, she's trying so hard. He's like, pick a topic and muddle through it. She likes impressionists, and he's like, okay, I got it, and runs off. I did laugh at the kind of uh, Bob Marley stuffed animal thing they brought back. I thought that was funny. And she wishes Michael good night. 
Chidi reaches out to Tahini who is sitting alone and admits that he likes some of the things that she does she says what about France and he says well they did enslave my country for 300 years so no but they do have great museums and Tahani started eyeballing her soul friend as they both do have intellect but I'm not on this ship whatsoever not even a little bit Eleanor's plan backfires as Michael figure figures out it's one of the residents that is the problem are we looking for a man or two men (laughs) Eleanor asks and he says well the person might not know what they're doing what kind of monster would wreck havoc and not say anything Michael pinpoints the garbage disposal volunteers and it's a short list but then Janet offers those flying overhead and it's a much bigger list which gets Eleanor excited Jason shows Chidi the gift that he thinks is gonna blow Tahani away and I laughed so loud when he revealed the painting of the greatest impressionist of all time you're so dumb you are really dumb for real I know Chidi wanted to lose his whole entire religion like this is what I get dealt with in heaven the investigation of the guests at the sinkhole gives another significant list while michael did have a moment of success and incorrectly fist pumps he then tells janet to get his hoodie and lays down in failure another flashback shows that while having some chips and a margarita paula comes by with her dog that is now severely overbeast because he ate all of the food and she's like how was i supposed to know he was gonna do that chidi hooks jason up with an actual impressionist painting of tahani as three ballerinas and she remarks only her true soulmate would have given her this perfect gift and i'm like oh no i'm not about it i'm not about it at all Eleanor thinks that she is busted and tells Chidi as much but Michael says it's him he's the problem and he must now leave forever that takes us to chapter 7 the eternal shriek this one was written by Megan Amron who worked on Silicon Valley and the Simpsons and directed by Trent O'Donnell who worked on AP Bio and the new girl I gave this episode a lower score, 7.9 out of 10. The ending kind of shocked me a bit, but most of it I didn't enjoy as much. I feel with Michael right now, it's hit and miss. Some of his comedy, some of it I just don't. I'm like, okay, you're just doing too much, sir. But there were a few moments that were funny, but not huge on his particular character. But he continues telling the residents that he has linked all the incidents to things or decisions that he's done like kicking the dog into the sun and calls a train to escort him to retirement dropping the knowledge that the only way into and out of the neighborhood is by train and that janet is the only person that can operate the train janet too is rather hit and miss for me so while i did chuckle when she said this will not affect me at all when he asked are you okay her fake bawling was not eleanor thinks retirement for michael solves all of her issues not to mention it was his mistake that brought her here in the first place which is actually a rather relevant point but chidi knows that they still are the ones that really cause all the problems and tells her a chinese proverb lies are like tigers they are bad and he really does not like telling lies even white lies when we see in a flashback his mate henry has bought some horrible boots and they were expensive and he fibs that they look good and then he says my god what have i done Eleanor is off to help Tahini plan a goodbye party because that is what Tahini does. But Michael comes in to poop on said party by telling them that his retirement is extreme torture. Every molecule of his being 
taken and put on the surface of a burning sun his insides will be scooped and boiled into diamonds and then he'll be beaten by titanium rods whatever's left of his body with a string around his genitals jesus christ not only does that sound completely fake but it also feels sadistic and too much to be on the light side for how they i mean you could just poof and be gone you don't even need to go through over a mistake where's forgiveness lord you can't forgive thy own <laughs> chidi tells eleanor that she must confess but she wants to help michael without getting caught and considers tossing tahini under the bus she then gets janet to tell her where her kill switch is and poses that this is the solution we can kill her because she's not really human and it'll be for the greater good when chidi does not high five her she calls the girl back to high for her about the plan to kill her flashback chidi can't let go of the white lie as his girlfriend lays in bed with him and she tells him some people tell lies to be polite and this is why no one likes moral philosophy professors he then goes to see friend henry who has now bought him an identical pair of boots michael is grumpy at this party i mean just dragging everything and then after his speech says that it's because he's gonna miss all the things that he wanted to do as a human like use the line take it sleazy and <laughs> what else did he say try a, a saltine cracker he did talk about the one when you awkwardly walk down one way and then the other way and do you do the oh you go this way or i go that way as you both awkwardly laugh over your foible <laughs> and then he eats the saltine cracker and he's like this is dry so i guess we're gonna end on this low note i was like whoa my dude and then she said take it sleazy and then he said you got to say it she's like oh i wanted you to say it back it's not organic chidi protests killing janet as she has some type of sentence and why is her her button on a beach where it's just a button but okay eleanor remarks that she's just paying dead forward since they're both dead so she might as well join them he's like i'm pretty sure that's not how that works when jason wants to push the button after randomly showing up and following them chidi does so murdering janet because he did say it needed to be someone and it should be him who announces on repeat that she has been murdered the scene where she was pleading for her life i didn't find that comedic at all and then as they are taking chidi traumatized into town he's like i haven't been this stressed out and for never and jason says janet can we get some weed oh that's right you killed janet <laughs> michael is dragging tahini for filth about this party like well because i spent all day at a uh, distracted at a party i did not want and then she says you must not blame yourself i'm not i'm blaming you oh no he didn't Janet comes back from the dead, but she has been wiped clean, so retirement is postponed. Eleanor thinks this is a win because now he will not be tortured and she's helped him. But he's like, no, we killed someone that had years of knowledge and now all she can say is hello and A.B. Janet. Jason doesn't care. He's more upset by the fact that he missed the piñata candy chidi is bursting with guilt flashback henry had an aneurysm that requires surgery with a 50 50 chance and he is wearing the boots that make him feel comfortable and then when he gets out of surgery and makes it chidi immediately confesses and comes clean that they're awful and henry replies this is why everyone hates moral professors and chidi says i know i understand <laughs> 
Tahini gets an apology from Michael for being an ass all episode. And just when Chidi is killing himself, keeping the secret in the crowd, because he tells her, I will go ahead and keep this secret, but it's going to tear me up forever. She says, I love you, man, and stands up and admits to being the fraud. Now, I didn't think he was going to get here this soon, and now I'm not sure where we can go from here. But I think this is interesting territory. It was six episodes, seven episodes of Will She Be Found Out? It's not dragging on. So I think that's uh, very refreshing that we don't have to worry about uh, it being the, the huge theme every episode is, oh, will she get caught by Michael this week? And it kind of makes me wonder what four seasons of this show looks like i'm still intrigued i still enjoy watching it i still laugh out loud uh over a few moments in the episode i really like chidi a lot and i am very intrigued on what could possibly else be in store so those are my thoughts on the episode let's jump into the feedback Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my thoughts and feelings on The Good Place, episode seven and eight. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I I enjoy these episodes. Um, laughed <laughs> quite a bit um, with these, which is much needed. Today was a very stressful day at work. And then with this crazy election going on still, which is thankfully over since it's after 7 o'clock, at least it's over as far as the numerous hundreds, millions of text messages and all that nonsense that I got since November. So very excited about that. So as for this episode, um, yeah, I didn't write any notes as always, so I just watched them both back to back so if I get the episodes mixed up just forgive me um like at least what happened in the episodes mixed up um I believe the first one was uh yes Eleanor trying to distract Michael from uh (laughs) looking into what was going on with the you know with all the happenings um around the the place the good place and um her her genius idea was to was to help with help without helping (laughs) so um like i said so she's distracting him they're going to karaoke and all this other jazz and in the meantime you know i know i heard what you said about jianyu and tahani you know about not really feel it I think you tell me how you didn't feel him or whatever but that's my thing I mean I wanted to see I wanted because it to me is I mean just confirmed I mean even I figured as much but I wanted to see it for myself I wanted to see it play out <clears throat> um excuse me and yeah they definitely don't have any chemistry and for the life of me I mean <sighs> I mean he does Jianyu does annoy me at times because it's just like his character just just I don't know how to explain it but his character is annoying I don't like how they made him this just this dumb like like extremely dumb um I mean I can understand being you know like Joey from like you know and I'm saying friends because they talked about that in episode yeah episode seven right yeah episode seven so the first one um when michael's talking about uh the different uh things that happened while he watched the uh friend series and yeah he see that kind of like not the brightest tool in the shed you know is i guess you could say it's um tolerable tolerable i don't know i'm not saying that right um but this one is just like extreme it's like it's like childlike i mean like real extreme childlike like you can't be that dumb you can't be that 
<laughs> like, I mean that like not in the know like you can't even talk to like you can't even, yeah it's just it, it was just a bit much and um of course we see that Chidi and Tahani had a little bit of chemistry there and we're getting along and has some soulmate type you know dialogue so that's gonna be interesting um going forward so yeah and then of course we got episode eight uh well at the end of episode seven michael says that the problem is him and so he's his thoughts is he needs to retire like he's a common denominator he needs to retire and of course now this brings about um well of course not at first (laughs) eleanor as, as always is not it's like, oh yeah, this will work, you know, and until they find out that uh, retirement is not what we envision retirement is. So not quite sure saying retirement is, I guess that's to make it sound good. But yeah, when you're being tortured, I don't know if retirement is the best word to use. But yeah, so when she finds out he's gonna be tortured to death. <laughs> Um, and that Janet says that they use a quick, a kill switch. And of course the next bright idea she has is to, you know, take Janet out. And, um, yes, that part was funny of, um, them (laughs) trying to kill her. Um, but it was a beautiful player area that they put the button in. So I thought that was funny. Like how ironic you put the kill switch in a beautiful beach setting. Um, and of course, uh, you know, chaos ensues and Chidi accidentally hits the button when Jianyu, for some reason, ends up showing up where they were. Um, I will say, um, not the, even though it's a beautiful setting, I, I don't know if that's the wisest spot to put a kill switch out in the open like that. It's kind of weird, but uh, anyway, <laughs> for some reason, Jianyu found them and was just gonna hit the button so and so we got a new janet so that should be interesting um that how this janet ends up being i'm gonna miss janet the old janet i like janet (laughs) even though we got a new janet so anyway i thought it was funny how um you know they referenced weekend that weekend at bernie's uh with the chidi just not able to um handle it and uh, we get a little bit of his backstory when it comes to lying. So, yeah, I'm not sure why he was, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, people do, I mean, it's a white lie. It's like, I don't understand why that plagued him so much. But I guess, you know, like they said, a moral professor. But even still, it's like it's a white lie. What would it have hurt? Like, I don't understand why he need to be so distraught over just saying his boots look, look nice. I mean okay <laughs> so so you don't necessarily like it's just weird how that plagued him for three years that he told this dude that his boots look nice when he didn't really think that so i yeah to me that's a white lie and there's no harm no foul but i guess you know chidi is just one of those straight and narrow type type fellas but yeah um so yeah i mean i like i said i enjoyed both the episodes they had me laughing i'm definitely not shipping janu and tihani because yeah they are so that is so not even close to being <laughs> i mean i don't see the chemistry i just think they just made him too too silly and too dumb um and you know too opposite uh tihani and so very interested in how that turns out because yeah they he can talk and but the things even the simplest things he says is stupid so yeah it's gonna be um, I don't know how that's gonna he's gonna keep up that ruse so yeah it was definitely in his best interest not to talk in the beginning (laughs) and unfortunately the cat's out of the bag so he can't go back to not talking because yeah that that yeah i kind of wish he would stop talking um yeah what else yeah i thought it was uh 
you know, like, yeah, you can't kill Janet, you know, she's not human, you know, whatever, and then, like, I've been murdered, I've been murdered, and that's all they talk about, how she's been murdered, she's been slaughtered, she's killed, I'm like, uh, okay, (laughs) um, so that was funny, um, but all in all, like I said, I got some, a good laugh for an hour, so very happy about that, and, um, and what's up with people, you know, back when Eleanor was out in the real world, was alive, well, I mean, do, do her friends, like, are they, like, glutton for punishment? Like, do they not know Eleanor? Why would you trust anything to Eleanor, <laughs> let alone your dog? I mean, come on. I, it just doesn't make sense that these people keep giving Eleanor all these chances when they know the type of person she is. How would... I wouldn't trust Eleanor as far as I can throw her, but yet this woman trusted Eleanor of all people to watch her dog who had health issues while she was gone. Like, I'm sorry, I'm putting my, I would rather put my dog in a um, boarding boarding house or whatever in boarding places um, while I'm gone or take them with me, I mean something, but no, I'm not leaving my dog with Eleanor. Anyway, that was ridiculous. On that note, I will leave it at that. So much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. So that was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. Not feeling our boy uh, Jason quite so much. Um, I don't find him annoying. I can see what you mean. He definitely has a, a much more childish but rather sadistic type of commentary and thought process but for you to say ain't nobody that silly girl it's after after 2020 you really gonna say that like nah he's someone who clearly was not raised at all and never got into the special classes he needed and then got into violence so yeah that's the combination you get right there right there uh, as far as Tahini and 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 Chidi, I don't want it. I also agree, though. Tahini and Jason definitely are not even on the same page. <laughs> I still laugh when he's like, "What?" As soon as he seen that painting, oh, funny. But um, what other things did you bring up? Because you were saying something and I wanted to comment on it but I was just listening as you were talking (laughs) instead of commenting or writing anything down but I believe it was something oh in regards to Eleanor you had asked a question and now I can't remember the weekend at Bernie's thing did make me laugh when they put the sunglasses on him and I also really love that movie (laughs) I love when the show makes references that I get and oh yeah about the part why would you ever leave hey sometimes you be hard up and everyone else is busy and you got that one person that ain't got no job and can drop everything and actually do what you need to be done but at the same time it's a risk because you know it's not your preferred it's more like this is the desperate call that I have left <laughs> So I think that's why her friend called, uh, not because she really fucks with her like that. So that was Shy's thoughts on the episode. Let's hear what Jaylee has to say. I did send last week's feedback from my work email because I couldn't remember what time you posted the week before and I didn't want to be caught in an endless loop of being one week late with feedback. I actually meant to delete my signature, but oops, my bad, lol. You can call me at work and tie up my phone line so I don't have to talk to customers if you want. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's why I'll be sometimes like, oh, just call me on my work phone <laughs> so people think I'm doing something instead of uh, having this conversation on my cell phone. Move position, so I can't do that quite as much right now, but I miss those days and I'm sure I will have them once again. Let's dive in. Naming the clowns for sure made them creepier. Eleanor is becoming more ethical and I love it, but she's also still herself. 
I love how she applies Chidi's lessons in her own way. That shows you don't become a different person when you become better. You're still yourself, just less horrible. Chidi. Well, that's called tyranny, and it's generally frowned upon. Is it tyranny or tyranny? I think it's tyranny. I love this man. It's more than a crush at this point. Eleanor is always so proud of her bad deeds, and it's hilarious. If you ever listen to the official Good Place podcast, they talk about how they make the most of the concept that they are not on Earth. So they do things that couldn't possibly happen on Earth. I'm probably not explaining it well, but when Michael is talking about seeing in nine dimensions and all the tension in the room, it's just a small detail, but it builds the world and the fact that he is not human. World building done right. Pause, because yes, I did... It was a little, I couldn't really grasp onto the concept to be fair in the moment because it did seem rather silly of like him moving things like you can't see in nine dimensions, but that it is part of the world building makes a lot more sense to me. But at the time I was just like, okay, like I got what he, he's pointing out. He's this other being, but if we don't get to see that as the audience, I kind of was like, okay. I guess I have to just take that at face value, but am I supposed to really, other than it being a throwaway line of how he's different, is we gonna see any of that reflected in the show? She continues, friends, AKA white people living single, that was more successful because they actually marketed it and didn't neglect it. Sorry, that one's a sore spot for me. Um she said friends is the white person's living single i am so dumb i I i would never watch friends i never just had that inclination i am even more upset that a waitress and someone who shouldn't afford a manhattan uh real estate is somehow heading this thing it already feels like it's gonna piss me off tahini that's very profound me laughing at the fact that people really hear nonsense nonsense phrases and think they are deep when really they mean nothing that is very true i haven't seen the new lion king me either michael there's something so human about taking something great and ruining it a little so you can have more of it michael gets it uh you get you put did the line better than i did because i wrote it down in chicken scratch so i didn't catch the full extent of it Ross equals the worst friend. I can't wait until the white man who's an asshole as his only character trait goes out of style. Sorry, there's that sore spot again. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't get these references whatsoever. I don't know what song Michael and Eleanor are singing, but I never want to hear it again. Right? Cheaty messaging Jason. Weird, but I like it. Or massaging Jason. (laughs) The way he had his hands, he was just like, I don't know what to, I I don't want to touch you, but I guess that's something I have to do. I'm not the biggest Rihanna fan, but I would probably also leave that dog alone to go see her with free floor seats. Did she get the dog water too? They have pet sitters she could call that could come over and wash the dog, especially since it's only for one day. She really could have done just taking the dog with her, left the dog in the car. That seems like abuse. Clearly, I don't have an animal. (laughs) I feel like by the time the concert was over and the dog had water and food in the car, it'd be fine like two hours and then check on him, take him out to poop and then put him back in the car. I don't know. Or just, you know, maybe they will want to hang out with the dog on Riri's yacht doing weed like a boss but i too am not the biggest riri fan i like her music i just don't like the person chidi well they enslaved my country for 300 years so no but they have great museums please marry me sir michael the problem in the neighborhood is one of the people eleanor oh fork impressionist painting jason you're an idiot past eleanor was the worst the painting Jason actually gave to Hani painting gave me a wartime flashback to art history. Michael is the problem? Next episode. He didn't cause any of those bad things to happen, but if I didn't know who did cause them, that stuff, I would believe he did. Janet, this will not affect me in any way. I felt that, lol. 
Everything sounds more poetic in Mandarin. Chidi flashbacks, yay! That may have been the first lie Chidi ever told. Only Tahani would make a party be all those things then add effortless. How? The eternal shriek? Eleanor, you really forked up now. Of course Jason would pop all the party poppers. <laughs> Did you say poopers or poppers? Because it says poopers. <laughs> Get it together, dude. Side note, I just tried flying this weekend and I hated it. Girl, why would you even touch that? It looks like it is not meant to be dissolved in my mouth without doing an unusual amount of chilling for the type of mold in which it should be. No, it just things like that in solid form and you really shouldn't be in a no, just all of that so I don't do cottage cheese so I stopped with yogurt I can't mess with the textures like that it's just not normal so now she's going to kill Janet who is Machiavelli was he a bad guy or something Machiavelli um man I knew more about him <laughs> he was not a good person yes he was not a good person of course, one lie would literally keep Chidi up at night. Oh, that's what Shy was mentioning about the white lie. Like, why couldn't he live with it? I think it's because, as um, Jaylee's pointing out, that's the first lie he ever told. And because it did lead to not only this boy walking around with boots that are batshit ugly, but also he bought him the boots due to his over-complimenting so he spent money on them and it took him three years to even say anything about it because he tried as best he could to just live with the white lie but it was killing him and he couldn't live with the white lie did um and how and now he has his own pair of boots she continues he could just return them and say they didn't fit but i guess that would be a lie too did michael just throw that crack on the floor he better pick it up janet pleading or can you talk about cracker uh, <laughs> i was like he had crack when he had crack i was like damn i missed the whole scene oh that cracker on the floor <laughs> janet pleading for her life is very effective and now chidi is the one who killed her where did they get that casket picture the banner form if janet was dead that's a good question but you know how tahini is she is very resourceful she probably has someone putting that wood and shit together had some people put down some trees figure that shit out in no time ponytail janet is my favorite janet honestly three years have passed and he just now told him about his boots after he had surgery for an aneurysm yeah he at least could have waited a week Michael apologizes to Tahani, but did he pick up that damn cracker? <laughs> you know Chidi didn't have to go with Eleanor. She could have killed Janet on her own, just saying. Ending with Eleanor confessing because she doesn't want to cause Chidi any more pain? Growth. Very true. I thought she did. She's like, oh, he's not going to be able to live with this. And if he's going to be in eternal torture, she'd rather... Uh, give up herself and i thought that was very much growth and sweet of her to care about someone else above herself both of these episodes were awesome it's so nice to see how eleanor has grown and her relationship with chidi tahani is more bearable to me and jason is an idiot i once again don't want to give too much away but we are coming up on one of my favorite episodes and i can't wait to gush about it i look forward to your thoughts peace hair grease and black girl magic I have a question that has been bothering me about this season thus far. How come Eleanor can affect the world and the uh, and the dummy can't? And you would think things would be popping off at all given times because you know his thought like is it only when you're doing something bad? But he was doing something bad. He was smoking the blunt and he was I don't know. Good question. But I'm glad that this Janet that's not very smart is the better Janet. Because I wasn't too much of a fan of the other Janet. So hopefully she will go up in my esteem. 
And then we have last but not least, Queen Mimi with her thoughts on this two-parter. What up, Christina? It's Mimi sending in feedback for The Good Place. Um, I didn't write down the episodes, so I'm not 100% sure which episodes we're on. I want to say this is five and six. No, that doesn't seem right. Maybe six and seven. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I know that um, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm trying to go character by character and not say everything that I'm actually thinking just based off what was in the episode. But it's just hard for me to write notes on this because it's a comedy and they're so short. I'm like watching it and I'll see something, so, something will make me laugh and then like I don't even think to like jot that down. I don't know why comedies are different for me, but... I just find it harder to um, take notes on them, especially when they're short comedies, which most sitcoms are usually only a half an hour. So um, first I want to say her name is pronounced Tahani. I don't know why you keep saying Tahini. Probably maybe you, you're seeing it spelled. I, I already remember the names because I watched all four seasons. So I remember how to say it, but it's Tahani. Um, I do think that, um, you know, starting to see um, her be, um, you know, I guess more vulnerable did make make me start liking her. I remember when Jaylee said that last week, I was like, I agree, because the first episode <laughs> that we saw of her, actually the first two episodes that we saw of her, I was like, Ugh, I would not like her. Ugh, I, you know, so, such a snob, like that's. The vibe I got but you know knowing her history with her family you know being a perfectionist and it's still not being enough it it does bring into light why she acts the way she does and seeing how sad she is that um Jianyu aka Jason <laughs> is not you know talking to her it does you know humanize her and make her more of a of vulnerable person which means to me for me personally makes me want to actually get to know her and not see her for the snob that I thought she was originally so I do like that um let's talk about Eleanor because (laughs) I I she is one of my favorite characters not only is she hilarious because I told you I love Kristen Bell but um but the uh predicaments she be getting herself in and the the way the way she acted on earth hilarious like that whole dog sitting thing was too funny like it's not funny but it's kind of funny like I get it it's Rihanna but like come on now you (laughs) first of all who just buys tickets and then tells someone oh we're going to Las Vegas like clearly those two are not very responsible human beings (laughs) and then for her to just put the whole bag of food out like why wouldn't if if she wanted to do that why wouldn't she just do that clearly (laughs) she needed you to feed the dog and that's honestly I I take my dog to like one of those overnight kennel places because I just feel like you know having someone come in or even house sit I don't know I just it just seems like a job that isn't really possible because if the person like works and stuff they're still gonna have to live life you know at least these places have they don't have 24-hour care all of the time I know over the weekend they don't but at least you know someone's out there like walking the dog they always send you pictures the updates uh text messages and you could call them whenever you want just to see how things are going so i i feel like if it's someone's job to care for the animal it's different than if you just have a friend sitting at your house i don't know but anyway she was trash for that that dog got really fat and the girl was (laughs) when i saw her pulling the dog in the wagon i died like that is not funny but it is funny That I don't know, like, first of all, like, if she knew Eleanor, she should have known that Eleanor was not responsible enough to be accountable for house-sitting. Even me talking to you, if you can't even listen, fake it enough for me to give you instructions, mm, 
told me this isn't gonna work I'm gonna need you to go because you're clearly not gonna do a good job so I just don't understand how anyone could be around Eleanor for like five minutes and not see how trash of a person she is like she says she's not the worst human being she's not out there killing people murdering child trafficking or anything like that but she's pretty shitty she's not she doesn't even try to be a good person and I think (laughs) that's the funny part like she like openly knows that she's trash and she just doesn't even hey it's me it's how I am um and she cracks me up um cheaty oh cheaty I I've been like so like scared to talk because I just feel like I'm gonna freaking spoil something on cheaty (laughs) so I don't like talking about him but I love that we got some uh, background on him and like some of his life flashbacks. That scene where he was in the bed and he woke that girl up. I was laughing so hard. Like, I swear to you, if you woke me up for some sh- non- sh- nonsense like that, me and you would fucking fight. Like, are you are you serious right now? Like, you this is what's keeping you up at night? I would understand if, you know, maybe you were a lawyer or, you know you know you saw you were in the army or i'm sorry the military and you know you just came back and you're having like you know night terrors or something you know or you know something's on your mind because you know this person's life is in the balance you know or maybe you are you know in the medical profession and you someone died and it was hard and it was bad okay i could you know waking up in the middle of the night needing to talk about it i get it but you're sitting here having a existential crisis because you told a guy his shoes were nice and they were not are you serious right now like that would have i'm like when i tell y'all this i am dead ass i would have got packed my shit up and left like you know what this relationship isn't gonna work because clearly you got some issues you need to work around and i should have never dated you because i knew how philosophers were this is stupid woke me up for some bullshit like Chidi is a very sweet guy I can tell that already but I don't care how physically attractive you are or how sweet you are waking me up in the middle of the night for some bullshit is grounds for us to break up and I'm just and I'm dead ass I I don't want you anymore because if this is what's keeping you up at night what if something really bad happens lord have mercy jeez louise um what else um talk about jason (laughs) i he cracks me up he's so dumb he is so dumb but it's like cute dumb (laughs) some of the stuff he says when he was like should i ignore her or throw all of her jewelry in the trash or something like that like how are those opposites you know it's either no i'm sorry it's talk to her or throw all of her jewelry in the trash like what is the opposite of not to or talking to her be not to talk to her <laughs> he's so simple um oh and janet that scene where they were trying to like restart her and she was like <laughs> screaming uh the i can't remember exactly what she said but like it was like her default in case someone wanted to restart her she was like uh don't i have three kids it was so funny and then cheaty <laughs> his face like it was it was hilarious like that was one of my favorite scenes and i think that would this is the episode that solidified janet as one of my favorite characters because it was so funny like she kept saying like i'm not real this isn't real it's fake but then she would scream bloody murder begging not to be killed and it was so like on point that it scared everybody away it was so funny and then jason's old simple self comes in it's like oh a button and he just wants to push it oh that was that scene was hilarious like i laughed so hard oh and then uh i think that's all i have to say i do think it's funny that um eleanor is in this position where you know she wants to help but she knows that she's the reason the the world is the way that it is um so like you know she's trying to be a good person and she's going against her better instincts 
Um, I do like that. But I I don't want to say anything about Michael because I just I feel like I'm not going to do a good job because I'm going to spoil something. So I'm going to leave discussing him for uh, the later episodes. I know we're getting close. To, I don't think this season had a lot of episodes. I want to say it was in the teens and not in the 20s. I could be wrong though, but I think I'll wait and talk about him for everything I want to say with the next couple of episodes because I don't want to accidentally spoil anything. So um, as you probably are already aware, I am on my way to work for the first time since December 16th. Um, so you probably hear all my sounds. It's very windy in Illinois. It's very foggy. Um, so it's probably causing a lot of sounds and I apologize, but y'all know that, um, I usually am late and today is no different. I totally forgot I was supposed to watch this, um, until I looked at the schedule and I had to wake up super early this morning because I had to get refitted for my face mask. Um, because of my weight loss, I realized that my mask no longer fit me and I just needed confirmation that I was wearing a size that was too big it was so yeah at least I know now anyway um I can't wait to hear what you know we got to say about this I love this show I'm so glad you're doing it I can't wait to hear what Shy and Jay Lee have to say um uh so um until next time Love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the Couch Mimi, out. That was Queen Mimi on her way back to the dreaded place of work. But at least you face slim. Losing some weight and getting face slim. Do you know what my sister did to me? Sidebar today. I come over and I see her for the first time in a little while. My youngest sister. And as soon as I walk in the house, she just grabs both my titties in her hand and she just starts, I mean, I'm like, she really is needing these mofos. She would not let them go for five whole minutes. She's like, but they're so big. And then she's like, it's like 20 pounds. I'm like, you ain't gotta tell me. Then she was like, we blessed in this family except for me and my other sister. Wow, I was really sexually manhandled by my sister today. I mean, she was very like, she's like, I ain't seen him in so long. I'm like, wow, you give me a hug and go straight for my titties. But um, back on track, because that had nothing to do with absolutely nothing other than I'm just staring at my own boobs right now. you don't want to spoil anything you like Eleanor I really like Eleanor I do relate to her a lot as a character I like the actress Kristen Bell I haven't seen her in too much but I like what she's doing here what else you said that you think he is sweet in regards to Jianyu I just call him I almost call him Justin (laughs) Jason now because Jianyu just it requires work oh you roasted me by calling Tahani Tahini I probably did it like 20 times and it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact other than the fact that I'm dyslexic (laughs) I'm like I want to say it one way but it's just gonna keep on coming out the other so yeah I know what it's supposed to be but I cannot be responsible for what comes out of my mouth and yeah I don't know what's going on with Michael but I feel like he's full of shit I don't know why I'm after especially after his whole spiel about how he was going to be tortured I was like that sounds like a bald-faced lie and that's some bullshit and if it's really true then clearly you work for the devil because that's some devilish shit I don't yeah there's something I don't quite get in the fact that we're only on season or episode seven and we're already getting the reveal of her being being caught I'm suspecting already that something else is afoot I just can't put my foot on what that might be (laughs) 
Yes, I'm stroking myself because of this, of that anyway. Well, I think that would be a good indication. I should probably wrap this on up. So if you want to send feedback for the next episode, you can send that to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can find this podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, rate, and leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.